0: Hi, this is Rachel McElroy.
1: Hello, this is Griffin, big 200 Bison, bicentennial, bicentennial, <laughs> 200 McElroy. And this is wonderful, episode 200. We've got a lot planned for you oh. for this very special one. First C- off.
0: Come on in, TV on the radio. Come on
1: in. And then balloons dropping. There's, uh, okay, there's like three balloons Because we didn't have much of a budget for this one.
0: Spent it it all on TV, on the radio.
1: Please don't steal the balloons, because we will need them for our (laughs) 300th episode. (laughs) Balloons don't grow on trees. They come out of rubber plants.
0: Sound the air horn?
1: Right that's good oh yeah that feels now oh, it feels like a party we didn't we forgot it was episode 200 until we just sat down to. Record you
0: know i i kind of remembered yeah. uh but i didn't know what one does for 200 do you recall
1: uh it's i think 200 is the lead anniversary Ooh. yeah so i got you this i got you this big pipe thank, thank you yeah you're welcome oh it tastes so sweet well no don't do that <laughs> um no it's great it's it's uh we've we uh, the thing is I feel like with rose buddies factored in I know we've done many hundreds of episodes I think we're closer to 400 than we are 200 yeah um but it's still a special occasion yeah I I love you very much I really love doing this podcast
0: I love you. you too
1: do you have any, maybe, small wonders?
0: I do, actually. Okay. I went on a walk this morning, oh. and I am excited about all of the Halloween decor. Yes. This feels like the first year that maybe, possibly, they'll be trick-or-treating, because uh, there hasn't been as much recently, uh, and people are really going all out.
1: I feel like that's true as well. Uh, I'll be curious if that carries over to uh Krimis. And the bright twinkly lights that you get out of that, but Christmas doesn't have a door-to-door sort of, unless you go a wassling, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'd love to go a wassling. I think you'd be good at it. I think I would too. We had carolers come to our door a couple times since we've lived in Austin. Yeah. And it's one of those things that when I think about doing it, I think like that nobody wants that. Nobody wants me to come to their door and sing to them. But, but every time it's happened yes, to me, it's been a magical. Hands
0: down the most magical. It is a little awkward because you stand there and you don't know what you've committed to necessarily.
1: Yes. Because
0: yes. sometimes they'll start up another song and you're like, oh, oh okay. okay.
1: okay. Yeah. I think wass- <laughs> when you're wasling you should get one and done. Why are we talking about Grimace when it's uh, the, yeah. the, the the month of the spookies, the scary times? Mm-hmm. Um, What's uh, your small under? Yeah, I, I'm gonna say you in a hat. You've been wearing a hat ah. a lot lately. I bought this like neat sort of retro style St. Louis Blues cap that is too small for my gourd. Yeah. Um, but it looks great on you, and you've been wearing it a lot lately. I just I I love it. It's like I'm married to Billy Crystal. <laughs> i saw that one coming from like like five seconds before i said it i was like who wears a hat who wears a hat billy crystal wears a blue hat oh but i can't possibly say my wife reminds me of billy crystal oh no i'm saying it i'm saying it it's happening you
0: know what i am one of the few people that takes that as high praise
1: sure i i'm okay with that okay good I knew that about you. That's because Billy
0: Crystal can wear a hat.
1: Billy Crystal fucks. I think we can
0: <laughs> say what you will about Billy Crystal, but Dude can wear a
1: hat. Dude is maybe one of the most <laughs> prodigious hat wearers that I've ever met. Uh huh. I've never met Billy Crystal. But I will one day, I bet. Okay. Do you want to do your <laughs> big thing? I do. All right.
0: Um, Do
1: you forget what your big no, is? No, I'm just
0: trying to think if I want to frame it any particular way. Oh, boy. Uh, I think I will just start by saying that the bulk of my research focused on Louis, the St. Louis Blues bear mascot.
1: Okay, okay. I didn't, I've didn't. i watched a lot of St. Louis Blues games. I don't know that I've seen a bear in the audience. Mm. Am I just not paying a, a close enough attention? Not paying enough
0: attention. Okay. I mean, here's, here's the thing that I, is inherently great about a hockey mascot. Um, it's a relatively new phenomenon because I think mascots traditionally one they kind of serve to pump up the crowd on a potentially like a slower sport, right? You know, like a baseball, you gotta
1: have it for baseball.
0: You gotta get somebody on top of the dugout doing a little dance, getting everybody back in the game. Or you know, it's like a like a football maybe where. You know you're close to the field. There's a lot of places to run around. Yeah, hockey. There's really no place for that mascot to go. You slip and you fall on your us. Yeah, I mean, the seats start right where the ice ends, and yeah. those, those aisles are pretty small, and so usually they have to put the mascot up in this kind of, like, strange holding pen.
1: Yeah, like a, um, a jail for, a, a, gritty <laughs> a gritty jail for the crimes. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this is also, as I mentioned, like, a relatively newish thing, at least for... The St. Louis Blues it is. I mean, some, some teams have had mascots for
1: longer. I mean, the Huntington Blizzard uh, had a polar bear mascot whose name I can't oh, yeah? remember, but I'm going to say was named Lizzie.
0: <laughs> polar bear, bears are, are generally pretty popular. Sure. If you think about like the cold, the cold ice, yeah. you know, you want like a cold weather creature. And then you
1: have the teams that have an animal name. So like the penguins, I imagine it would be fucked up if they were like, and here's our mascot, uh, an Arctic fox.
0: (laughs) That's true. Um, I will also say I'm not here today to talk about Gritty.
1: Yeah, and that's okay. I think Gritty gets enough. We've spilled enough ink on Gritty. I know, I think so too. I think Gritty's fantastic. I love the idea of an amorphous horror as the <laughs> as the mascot for a team, um but we we all know gritty, we love gritty. I want to hear about the blues bear so
0: Louie uh showed up on the scene in two thousand and seven.
1: Wow, that is a fresh young mascot, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> apparently his his great debut was October tenth two thousand and seven. He was introduced to the fans and got to play when the Blues go Marching in on his saxophone, huh? Wow, saxophone didn't stick around. <laughs> Mm. Don't see don't see him really with a saxophone these days. Yeah. This so the name Louie was the result of a contest. I found like a an original website that listed the name options back when people were voting.
1: Got to hear these.
0: So, of course, Louie. Right. Also Bluey, which I sometimes think is his name because I I wasn't connected to this moment in blues history. Yeah. Uh, we got Archie was another option, Brawler, which I think sets a very different Ooh. tone for what this could have been.
1: Okay, Louis is Louis L O U I S or L O U I E
0: L O U I E because okay. that would be confusing. St. Louis, if you spelled it that way, you know, uh, people there's would a be lot like, "It's confusing." Louis,
1: about it. the spokes
0: bear, uh, also Bud E Bear was an option.
1: That's not that sucks.
0: <laughs> and Buble,
1: hey. <laughs>
0: which just would have been just delightful, I think. Here, here, by the way, here is a picture of the, uh, for you, the reveal of Louis with his saxophone in October
1: 2007. He gives off a certain energy that I got to look at some more JPEGs, of this beautiful bear. I
0: think they were maybe anticipating some kind of Blues Brother thing because he is wearing a full suit and sunglasses. Yeah. They did not stick with that.
1: He looks non-threatening. He looks um, looks very very friendly. Yeah. Yeah, He's very cuddly. I would love to give him a cuddle, which is funny because I don't think hockey is the cuddliest of the sports. That is rugby, of course.
0: Um, Do you want to hear his origin story per the website?
1: I would love to hear it. Wait, is this a fictional one? Like he came through the gumdrop? Oh, fantastic. (laughs)
0: A number of years ago, in a small town near the Arctic Circle, a bouncing baby polar bear was born. But this bear was very different from all the other polar bears in the town. While all the other bears had white fur, this bear's fur was blue. Oh, man. Then one day he was told about a hockey team called the St. Louis Blues.
1: (laughs) This is not a good origin story. This is a bad origin story. No,
0: in the Arctic Circle, they were like, hey, you know what you should check out? You know
1: what else is blue?
0: Since the blue bear loved hockey, blues music, and was blue himself, he knew he had to find
1: this team. Why did he know about blues music? <laughs> I got a gloss over that. How did this four-legged animal from the Arctic Circle know about blues music?
0: When he was old enough, the blue bear traveled all the way to St. Louis to meet the blues. <laughs> we don't have any minor bears here. Let, let us know. This this bear is legal. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> After meeting the team, he was inspired with their high energy and great teamwork. Even though they had never met a blue bear before, all the blues players and coaches liked him so much that they invited him to be part of the team as their mascot. Yeah,
1: no, that didn't. I'm not seeing fucking Vladimir Tarasenko like, "Mm, yes, this is a cool bear.
0: I like that they invited him as their mascot. So there is a moment where it was like, should we put this guy center ice? Yeah. Or should he be? He should probably be the mascot.
1: Do a flip. <laughs> uh, I can't do a flip. Okay. Uh so that's that's the story. Okay, it's a good it's fine it's a fine story. I it, there's room for a punch up, I think. <laughs> I would I think I could give a couple of notes.
0: Yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point with the blues like rather like the music. Like how did he become a fan of music or hockey for that yeah. matter? I mean,
1: what if we went a Dumbo route? Like, what if he was like captured in the Arctic Circle Mm -hmm. and brought to like perform in like a a circus or something like that? But I like that. I like that. He hated it. He was miserable there. But the whole, but there was maybe a, uh, like a, a, a strong man who loved blues music. And so he would hear it coming
2: yeah, from his yeah, yeah, yeah. tent. And then and one, then he
0: had the opportunity to secure his freedom if he entered into some kind of ice race oh, where he demonstrated his ability yeah. to skate. And he, and he won, yeah.
1: but the mean ringleader still didn't uphold his end of the bargain. And so Bluey, the, Louis the Blues Bear broke out of his cage and, yeah. and ate everyone except <laughs> for the strong man who uh-huh. was like you're cool yeah and he's like what is this great music though and he's like this is blues and also maybe the circus was in st louis at the time uh-huh. and so he went to and a and that place strong blues man was, was coach, coach ruby, ruby <laughs> who was like i'll follow you i'll follow you there.
0: uh so, uh, Louie, pretty popular as hockey mascots go. There was a poll from Play Canada that surveyed 2,000 NHL fans, and Louie was named fourth most popular mascot.
1: Was Gritty one? Was Gritty no? No. no, no. In, what?
0: In this survey, Gritty came in 21st.
1: Get that. No, no, no.
0: And then it says, but he was the fourth most popular in terms of mascots among their own team's fans. Okay. So I guess Philadelphia was like, we love Gritty.
1: No, but there was a significant portion of Philadelphia hockey fans who were like, we don't love Gritty. Yeah, and that's why he clocked in fourth. This poll is maximum <laughs> sus.
0: Um, I wanted to talk about some of the other very quickly. Um, the top was Carlton the Bear from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Love him. Love him. Of um, course. Let me show you. I just I figure, you know, you'll want to know. Sure. Carlton is a polar bear.
1: Yeah, no, he's a street, it's pretty much right over the plate polar bear. Yeah. In a, in a and he's
0: Carolina. been around since 1995. Toronto Maple Leafs was ahead of the game here. Yeah. Um,
1: yo, I want to know about the expansion team, the Seattle Kraken is Oh, uh, yeah. What is that poached, one? They look poached look some like? of our they poached some of our beautiful boys off the Blues, but I mean, that's what you have to do as an expansion team. So there is a little bit of resentment there, but that team name has the opportunity for one of the all-time best mascots ever. If it's just another polar bear or Kodiak bear, I'm going to be so disappointed. If it's not like a a mini tentacled beast Let me see that what just we got like here. drops down from the rafters. Um They might not have it. Maybe they'll poach Louie and as their expansion mascot.
0: Yeah, I don't see him yet. I guess because they haven't really debuted him. I, I mean, t-
1: you gotta put him to, to the to the folks in R and D to really figure out. There
0: are some what are possibly just estimates of what he's going to look like. Yeah. So, for example, I found this, but this is not an authorized
1: website. That's not anything. So I don't think that's... That's a, that's a bear with tentacles for arms and hair, which is fun. There's a Splatoon <laughs> vibe there that I'm into. Uh-huh. Let me hit you with this. A not completely visible mascot, but from time to time, eight enormous robotic tentacles drop down from the ceiling and just like wiggle <laughs> oh, and wave and around. Like that. And like throw, throw around like, Pizza Hut coupons, right? Uh-huh. That's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, here is Slapshot of the Washington Capitals. It appears to be some kind of eagle.
1: All right, that's okay.
0: Uh, Which I guess is because of the Washington thing. Yeah. You know, maybe it's... they wanted something super patriotic. Um, There's also Howler, uh, which is the coyotes. Just looks like a real friendly, wily coyote sort of
1: guy. I don't like that. Oh, you don't? No, because coyotes are... Nasty little scoundrels. Okay. And I feel like having like a cute coyote. I don't know. God, I, I, I don't want to sidetrack this segment. But for me, the energy that hockey sort of captures, there's an intensity and a violence there that I feel like so far only Gritty has been able to really manifest.
0: There's also kind of the anti so, slap shot. So Slapshot, as I mentioned, was a eagle. Um, right. Chicago Blackhawks... Obviously, problematic. Uh, sure, logo emblem, emblem. Yes, has Tommy Hawk. Okay, which this is, is a
1: Black Hawk.
0: Not yeah, not a not a great no. not a great look. Um, yeah, I just you know, so I looked to see if we talked about mascots before, yeah. and, and you had actually talked about Marshall's.
1: Yeah, Marco,
0: Marco. Um, you who know, went super being, eject.
1: Who went from being a real Buffalo to. A fun cartoon buffalo to a fucking jacked, very horny buffalo. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, Louie, just a just a cuddly guy. Cuddly guy. Uh, you can you can arrange for appearances of Louis. Uh You can get a 10-minute appearance where he takes a few pictures. Uh, you can do a 30-minute appearance uh, where he really gets the guests excited. All of that is available to you on the website uh, should you want Louie at your next gathering.
1: You know what I'm just putting together what? Do you know the mascot for the Phillies? The Philly fanatic. He's a green monster with like a a prob- a proboscis. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's a green monster with a snoot, and then they also have gritty. Uh huh. Is there just one? person in philadelphia who gets to design the mascots who's like a big fuzzy weird monster with with horrifying violent eyes
0: he's got like a mr potato headset that's just like a variety of features that he puts together
1: i love it keep it up philadelphia yeah everybody else a bear a bird i'm ours it's a wolf ours is a fucked up alien that is gonna hurt you He might hurt you.
0: Yeah. If you think about Philadelphia Flyers, they really could have done a lot with that. And not just weird monster.
1: Yeah, but I'm glad that they went around yeah. that
0: they did. Anyway, this isn't a gritty podcast.
1: No, it's not. We're nor not is here it a Phillies fanatic
0: no, podcast. No, we're not here to talk about gritty. We're here to talk about Louie, which is a very sweet bear, and I yeah. love him so
1: much. Mm, good. I'm glad. Yeah. He needs They need to put him front and center more. I've literally never seen this oh, bear Oh, you'll, you'll see him oh, now. You'll see him now. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. You're saying he's been in the background the whole time. <laughs> I just haven't noticed this big You've Louis been bear. too
0: busy watching hockey, let me yeah. tell you.
1: There's just, a bear out there. I love beautiful game. Hey, can I steal your way? Yes.
0: factor has breakfast they have midday bites they have smoothies uh there's lots of stuff you can get with factor what other things can you get with factor
1: well i'm looking at this menu right now they got a lot of tasty little options for you i'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter did you even know that butter could be tomato (laughs) not me shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters Oh, here come the bumble boobs! And I'm this, excited yeah, about, yeah, about this me first too. one. This first one's for Cat and it's from How Far? Hey, band David Matthews. Your boyfriend, not the band. Super <laughs> good. Hi, Cat. I am so- Hi, cat. I'm so... In- <laughs> no. No. Hi, cat. I'm so incredibly proud of you for beginning your grad school journey in Seattle. You inspire me every day. Though I miss you dearly, I'm so thankful for this year we've been able to spend together. I got to spend 2020 falling in love with you, and I can't wait to keep doing so. You are my biggest wonder. I'll see you again soon. Love, David. Matthews. Cheers to David. Cheers to David. Cheers I to bet. David and Kat. It's a good love.
0: I bet David had a hard time. Mm-hmm. You know, just like differentiating yeah. from from
1: the famous. Every time Matthews. Da- David Matthews goes to a party, they're like, Did you hear who's coming? <laughs> <laughs> and then David Matthews, who seems amazing, shows up to the party, and there's a lot of people there, mm-hmm. a lot of crunchy waste oids who are like, That's not mm-hmm.
0: play Crash.
1: Yeah. And he's like, I do know how to play. Yeah. Well, Of course, it would be wild if I didn't learn how to play some Dave Matthews band songs, but no. Uh, you want to do this next one?
0: Yeah. This message is for Erica. It is from your nemesis.
1: Whoa.
0: Erica, even though we are fight on sight, you are wonderful. I'm so glad we recognized each other's gremlin energy 10 years ago, and maybe in another 10 years, you will finally watch the things I recommend to you. Thank you for enabling my kittens, creating artisanal means for the group chat, and being the bright spot of my year. Wise and crones and crime forever. <laughs>
1: That was a fun message. Ooh, that was, was difficult was a, for me to get through. It was a real hedge maze of words <laughs> for you. And I'm so glad you found a good nemesis who can challenge you. There is an, an
0: assumption here that Erica only has one nemesis. And maybe Erica is, is hearing this message and God, thinking, which, yeah. which of the nemeses is oh, this yeah. from?
1: God, I wish I only had one nemesis. <laughs> Holy shit. That would be... To be able to focus my energies on one nemesis. huh Oh, that would be great.
2: Hey, excuse me, everybody. I just uh, wanted to say a few words about the beautiful couple. I've known you two for a long time. And you get along like peanut butter and chocolate. Or, you know (laughs) Like, like uh, comedy and culture, like uh, Maximum Fun podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're having a block party from October 11th to October 22nd, and that's kind of like your party, right? You have a community of friends and family, and. Max Fun has a community of shows and audiences that support them. You're having a new start with your life together, and Max Fun will be putting out new episodes that are especially welcoming to new audiences. So it's a great time to introduce your friends to your favorite show or jump into one you haven't tried is before. Is he still talking about podcasts? And they're setting up a volunteer event where we can help out our local communities. Plus, Maximum Fun is gonna have games, prizes, Episode Rex, so much other fun stuff. What's wrong with Kyle? Is he okay? Oh! <laughs> anyways, anyways, sorry for getting carried away there. If it's all right with everybody here, let's all raise our glasses for a toast. To the Max Fun Block <sighs> Party, which you can learn more about at slash Block Party, and don't forget to join in on October 11th.
0: Actually, that. That sounds pretty cool. What is your thing that you are going to talk about today?
1: I have to get all of these many, many JPEGs of the Phillies fanatic and gritty off my cell Yeah, phone.
0: you're really doing a deep dive over there.
1: Yeah, I just, uh, yeah. I am bringing a song. I rarely, I feel like, bring just one song. But this is a new track, just dropped hot off the presses. I found it for the first time yesterday and I've listened to it, no joke, probably 30 times since then. I'm obsessed with it because it's a collaboration from two artists that I have been listening to nonstop this year. It's a song called Rom-Com 2021, and it is a it is a collab between Soccer Mommy and Caro Caro Bonito.
0: Ah, do you think they got together and they were like, you know, let's make a song for Griffin? I,
1: gen- <laughs> I, I have this in my notes. So we talked about Soccer Mommy on this on this show. Yeah. I think you brought Soccer Mommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, really very solid, like, lo-fi... Sort of a classical indie rock vibe that yeah. is so, so chill and so good. Yeah. Um, in the vein of like the same way that Snail Mail is just like good, like yeah. classic indie rock stuff. Uh, and then Cara Cara Bonito, I don't know if I've ever like actually brought them to the show. Uh, Wild Connection, uh, Augustus, uh, for the use for our theme song with Bowen, in uh, Money Won't Pay. Is in Caro Caro Bonito. Oh. Uh, Jamie and Gus are the two sort of uh, backing music producers, and a woman named uh, Sarah Bonito is just her stage name, is the, the singer for Caro Caro Bonito. Anyway, I think I've maybe talked about them a glancing shot <laughs> yeah, at this before. Yeah, for because, sure. Uh, one of my favorite bands, seen them live a couple times. Henry really likes them, uh, which is great because it's one of the few bands that like I can also get into. Anyway, for some reason these two got together uh, despite the fact that they are they occupy like very different spaces yeah. in music uh, to put together what is maybe my top bop of 2021. I don't see it being supplanted uh, called Rom-Com 2021 and uh, let's play a little bit of it right now.
2: You make me Crazy I
0: so this
1: song was actually released as a series of singles from adult swim uh who i guess does this every year like they do like a a string of releases from artists that are cool and put them together in this huge playlist so this is actually the 23rd installment in their their 2021 singles Release and it's a, it's an easy way to keep track of what uh, compilation it's on because of it's the year is right there in the title of the song. Uh, I didn't realize this. Soccer Mommy actually released a track back in July called "Romcom 2004." Did you hear that or see that that now out? It was a wild one. It was uh you know the music that we've played of Soccer Mommy's here on the show is like I said just this very sort of clean indie rock. Uh, but this song was like this weird glitchy kind of poppy. Song with uh like guitars that have been distorted to like this hell dimension, uh, but the chorus is more or less the same as it is in in romcom twenty twenty one, and it ruled. It was way different from anything else she had done, but it, it was very very good. But with romcom twenty twenty one, like that, the chorus of that song and the vibe of that song have just, has just been remixed into this just hyper pop masterpiece. It heavily focuses on vocal chops of the like chorus from Soccer Mommy from uh romcom two thousand and four, which is like one of my favorite things I think in electronic music or pop music where they just take somebody singing and then you know put it in a sampler and turn it into its own instrument uh that happens so much here uh and the lyrics that are added by Caracero Bonito... uh are just this wild stream of consciousness run-on sentence about rom-coms. One of the one of the verses just goes, A country escape, fine young things. Isolophobia, two-timed. I don't wanna know. Well, actually I do. Soul reawakening. Love is all we have.
0: Wow.
1: That's very good and very evocative. Isolophobia is the fear of being alone, which I didn't oh, know.
0: Oh, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Uh, which I just assume is a thing most people have, so I'm surprised there's a word for it. <laughs> uh, in a, a statement accompanying the song's release, uh Caricera Bonito said, Our contributions were inspired by Bridget Jones's Diary, Late <laughs> Summer, and UK Garage Vocal Manipulation.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. You got yeah. all of that, all of those things right in there. Uh, I No joke, I've listened to this song nonstop since I found it yesterday. And I just, I cannot believe these two artists got, got together to make a track that is so completely up my alley. It actually, it's funny because I think I brought up, I think it was this year I did a segment on churches who got together to do a collab with Wednesday Campanella, yeah. the Japanese electronic uh, group that I had also brought to the show, which was another just like, What is this Scottish electropop duo doing with this, like, Japanese sort of electro rap outfit? Uh, But once again, like, these two incredibly great tastes have come together to make something that is – it's so exciting. And we've talked about this. This may be one of the first things we ever talked about on the show is finding a song that you know is going to be a song that you're going to listen to a lot for the rest of your life. I think that this has joined that sort of pantheon for me because it's like – Man, it's so perfect. The key art for this single, like the album art uh, and like the animated background on the Adult Swim site when you go to listen to it is inspired by uh, Tomodachi Life and like Mees, like Nintendo Mii's. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is like so choice. There's nothing about <laughs> this that doesn't align with my shit <laughs> yeah. perfectly. Um, so, yeah, I don't have a lot more notes like on this. I don't have a lot more to say about it. Um, but I couldn't not bring it because it's t- it's top bop 2021. I this, don't. This
0: is when I revealed to you that you are the star of a reality show called The Griffin Show.
1: Oh, man.
0: In which all of us are. You all got actors. together to make this happen. Yeah. Oh, and we so thought, amazing. how do we add some spice to 2021 for Griffin?
1: You've done it. Yeah. You've done it. Thank you. You're for, welcome. To the producers um yeah thank you to the academy obviously uh-huh. ed, have ed harris ed harris clutch <laughs> um hey thank you to bowen and augustus for these for our theme song money won't pay you can find a link to that in the episode description and thank you to maximum
0: fun for having us on the network yeah Great maximum network. fun's got a lot of a lot of cool stuff planned with this uh this block party maybe you heard of it Ooh, coming yeah. up A little little, little cool stuff associated with that. Keep keep an ear and an eye out for that. You get to see all your favorite people together doing fun stuff.
1: Sure. That was very- Check check it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) would be a terrible MTV VJ. Well, you're being
1: clandestine because I don't think either of us know how much is public knowledge.
0: I know. But it'll
1: be fun. Uh, I think that's it. I don't know that we have much more else to say to you. We have a bunch of merch at macroymerch.com Yeah, like
0: the, there's like a new Adventure Zone live show. If you enjoyed Mabim Bam virtual, get ready.
1: Yes, we're doing Three to nanny. the now third the, installment in the Now the, the dad's series. there. Now the dad's there. <laughs> uh, that's the tagline for Adventure <laughs> Zone. That's it. We're, that's it. We're going to go. Keep it real. Keep it chilly. Um, <laughs> keep it chilly. Keep it chilly. You know, crisp. Yeah. There's a crispness in the air, and I just want you to all is. to just, like, savor that. Go uh-huh. outside. Eat the crispness
0: touch a leaf uh-huh everyone's talking about pumpkins but you know what i'm going to say what? pears pears
1: mhm grab a pear smush it between your hands yeah strong now you've got pear juice now you got pear juicy hands smash that pear like the hulk goodbye <laughs> <laughs>